I'm Kelly Kleiman. And I'm Jonathan Abarbanel. And we're the Dueling Critics. Welcome to our weekly podcast of reviews and news about Chicago theater. And today we're talking about a new production of How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying, presented by Porchlight Music Theater, performed at Stage 773 on Belmont Avenue through June 1st. This is a musical dating from 1961, co-authored by the great Abe Burroughs, and the wonderful composer-lyricist Frank Lesser, best known perhaps for Guys and Dolls. It was and remains a wonderful pointed satire on the world of corporate business, big business. It was a hit in 1961, won the Pulitzer Prize for Drama and some Tony Awards. It has been successfully revived on Broadway several times, and it continues to be a wonderful and worthy vehicle. Well, I won't disagree with you about that. I will say that having seen How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying about 25 years ago, I thought it was incredibly dated. But now it has gone from being dated to being vintage. Place, <laughs> it takes place during the era of Mad Men. And so it's particularly wonderful to see this satire of corporate America at the same time that Mad Men is running on TV. And just to prove that everything is about a single thing, the co-star of Mad Men, Robert Morse, who plays crusty old Burt Cooper on the television show, created the role of J. Pierpont Finch in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. Now, very briefly, this is the story of an ambitious young man who starts off as a window washer, and by charm, guile, and opportunism, within a matter of weeks, he ends up running the company. And falling in love. Well, falling in love takes a little longer than running the company, which gives you a sense of how completely insane this company is. What I love about How to Succeed is that it's a dance musical as well as a singing musical. When it was made into a movie, Bob Fosse did the choreography. Here at Porchlight, the wonderful Brenda Didier does perfect and period-perfect choreography for the very bouncy songs, everything from I Believe in You to The Brotherhood of Man, which is a full-out number that will remind people who like guys and dolls of Sit Down, You're Rockin' the Boat. It's not just the choreography, which is right on, spot on, and pitch perfect. I think the entire production is. It's been a long time since I've seen a musical production in which every piece was so well-conceived and fit so perfect. Now, keep in mind, Porchlight Music Theater is operating in a very small, intimate space, a 150-seat theater. The director of this production is Rob Lindley. Brenda Didier is the choreographer. Corey Danielson is the musical director. And I also must mention Jeffrey D. Kemiak, who is the scenic designer. All of them have combined to put everything together perfectly. The scenic design, for example, is a semi-abstract corporate headquarters, which makes use of early 1960s modern to geometric panels, some of which slide open, some of which revolve, and it's the perfect setting for an anonymous but with it modern corporate headquarters. The casting also is absolutely perfect. Tyler Ravelson, who plays Pierpont Finch, is just the right combination of charming and smarmy. And you simultaneously want to smack him upside the head and kiss him all over his face. He really is just delightful. Now, it's hard to imagine exactly why Rosemary, played by Elizabeth Telford, 
falls in love with him at the very first sight. <laughs> because this is a satirical musical comedy. That's why. Well, that's why. And also, I think the sense of what women could do is that they could sit around and try to f- find the man of their dreams rather than working for well, a living. And that's an Im- important point because this is in the era in the early 60s when women still were secretaries. But Elizabeth Telford is charming and has a great she set is. of pipes. She projects utter sincerity even though she is doing what we would consider today to be stupid female things. Because this is a satire, she gets to sing songs like I'll be happy to keep his dinner warm. And While even... he climbs onward and upward. Yes, yes, exactly. And no one is expected to take that seriously. To Telford's credit, she doesn't indicate at all to the audience. She plays it absolutely straight and lets the satire come through through the music, through the lyrics, and through the book. I would love to disagree with Jonathan about something, but I absolutely cannot. Virtually everyone in the entire cast was terrific. I have to cite Miss Jones. Miss Jones is the crusty old secretary of the big boss. And she plays Mousy through the first three quarters of the play and then just explodes. Iris Lieberman stops the show, and it's been a long time since I've seen a show actually stop. Veteran Chicago theater goers will be very familiar with Iris Lieberman, who has been laboring in the vineyards of Chicago and even in regional theater for a few decades now. And yet, you know, she's still only 39, and she still can tap dance like a whiz. I also wanted to cite Fred Zimmerman, who plays the uber boss, Mr. J.B. Bigley, Old Moneybags, they call him. And also John Keating as the villainous Bud Frump. Talk about wanting to slap somebody upside the head. He is so obnoxious. His main function was to make Ponty, as they call J. Pierpont Finch, make him more appealing. And indeed, he does a wonderful job. This really is a fine piece of satire. And I've seen it done very badly, done as though it were really a guide to how to succeed in business. Seeing it done so well is a complete joy. It is indeed. I don't have a bad word to say about this. And I recommend to everybody that you hurry uh, online or on the telephone and get your tickets to this new production of How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. It runs through June 1 at stage 773, and it's produced by Porchlight Music Theater. Now, Jonathan, I gather this is not the only wonderful production playing in Chicago this week. What do you got to recommend for us? I want to recommend Arthur Miller's late 1950s play, A View from the Bridge, a play he modeled on a Greek tragedy. It is set among Italian longshoremen in the Red Hook neighborhood of Brooklyn in the 1950s. It is about a rock-solid man and husband, Eddie Carbone, whose affection for his young adult niece go in the wrong direction. The tragedy is narrated and explained by the neighborhood lawyer, Alfieri, who plays the role of the Greek chorus. It's being produced by Teatro Vista, playing at the Victory Gardens upstairs Richard Christensen Theater and running through May 18th. And Teatro Vista is a Latino company, so the question was, would they update the characters? Instead of having them be Italian immigrants, would they make them Latin American? Ricardo Gutierrez, who is the director of the production, has chosen to play it as written. They are still Italian, it is still the 1950s, it is still New York, and it is an honest and an impassioned production. With Raymond Camin as Eddie Carbone, 
the wonderful Sandra Marquez as his wife, and directed, as I said, by Ricardo Gutierrez. This is a rock-solid revival and moving revival of A View from the Bridge by Arthur Miller, running at Teatro Vista through May 18th. Kelly, you have a pick, too? I do. A lot more lighthearted than what you've just described. It's another musical, in fact, being produced at the Mercury Theatre Chicago by the man who founded Porchlight Music Theatre, as it happens, Avenue Q the Musical. And every time I say this to Jonathan, he says, dirty puppets. And it's true that the ads for Avenue Q warn you that there is full frontal puppet nudity in this Sesame Street-style production, which investigates the progress of young people living on the imaginary Avenue Q, recent post-college people who are trying to figure out what their lives should be. I saw it on Broadway. It was delightful. It is equally delightful here. Again, one might have thought after a dozen years that it would have dated, but it actually has not. They had to excise one reference to George Bush, but they figured out a way to update that successfully. Avenue Q plays at the Mercury Theater on Southport through June 29th, and I strongly recommend it. Okay, I want to throw in a caution. You did refer to it as being Sesame-style puppets, meaning that the physical puppets are like Muppets. Do not bring your children. This is an adult musical. The Dueling Critics Podcast is a production of Miracle Podcasting. Remember, if it's a good podcast, it's a miracle. You can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or go to duelingcritics.net and click subscribe by email to have us delivered to your mailbox hot and fresh every Friday morning. You can also listen to our back catalog in SoundCloud, follow us on Twitter at Dueling Critters, and like us on Facebook. Most important, you can now hear us on the radio on WDCB 90.9 FM, where we appear as a segment of the arts section on Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock. I'm Kelly Kleiman. And you can read Kelly's work at HuffingtonPost.com and at ChicagoNow.com slash The Nonprofiteer. I'm Jonathan Abarbanel. And he really wants to slash the non-profiteer. Have you noticed that? You can read Jonathan's work at WindyCityTimes.com, TheaterMania.com, and Footlights.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.